Hello and welcome to another episode of the 16 Candlekeeps, the place where the ideas pass their deaf selves. <laughs> Joining me are a band of bawdy adventurers known as the 16 Candlekeep crew. How are we doing, crew? Blended. Yeah. Hi. That'll do. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do, crew. That'll do. Um, wow. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, uh, words. Um, if I have done my preparations correctly, and I tend to do them, um, I just ignore them, uh, I believe that this episode right now, right here, will be going out on the 20th of October, the week before the spooky spooky. So how 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 are we looking on announcements? Is there anything that any people are doing or excited about that they want to shout? Um, no, nothing from us. Nothing from us, nothing from me. Nope. The Bingo Bang Bang Corner. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna do some kind of a Halloween stream. I have no idea what that will be yet. I have no idea when that will be yet. But Spooky. if I say it, then it happens, right? That is that is the magic yes. of the internet. It's that the is. intention, yeah. anyway. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if it can't happen due to unforeseen circumstances. At least you tried. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I'm terrible with horror games, so you know, let's let's try something in that vein. <laughs> oh, I want to watch you play Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> what day do you stream on again? It varies. It varies due to that other Life. job that I have. You know, mm. the, the the stable one. Mm. Can we call it that? Yeah, I, I think we can, just in okay. case that any of them are listening. I think we call it that, yeah. yeah. It's a wonderful job, and I don't want any questions. Thank you. <laughs> uh, um, Did I say I, the right thing, HR? I mean... Um... I keep I keep the, the pennies now, right? I keep the pennies. Um, <laughs> oh, look, I've tendered my resignation somehow without actually saying the words. Um, anyway, um... I'm yes. trying to remember what video game it was that actually made me scream and my flatmates run into my room to check I was okay. <laughs> because that would be a perfect game. <laughs> I mean... I know I did it with Tomb Raider once because a wolf came out and jumped on my face out of nowhere. <laughs> that was great fun. Ah, <laughs> oh, what is it? I feel like it was like Resident Evil or something. I don't know. Oh, oh man. I... Yeah, I think Resident Evil 7 is the one that I go to for my, oh god. Because I've played stuff like Five Nights at Freddy's and things, and I don't get scared, I get stressed. I just like, oh, 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 yeah. oh and it's oh. the stress and stress and stress, and you've still had nothing, and suddenly it comes out of nowhere, and, and like you can't take anymore, and that's when you scream like a little girl. Yes. <laughs> or cry. I've also um, done that. <laughs> I will, I... I... I, I will I'll preface today's episode um the bit that I promised two weeks ago or so where it was going to go into the uh into the the Feywild thing is still happening but it's also going to have a tinge of spooky um for our mm -hmm. for our Halloween fans because as you know next week is Halloween so this episode or at least next episode next week will sound a little bit spooky um mm. hopefully Ooh. hopefully if if I if I, I I've tried to turn <laughs> it down from like I'm not going for the full-on gore that I used to as a DM. Um, my version of are we, are we going more like Monster Mash? I'm I was going gonna say, are we going like American style Halloween or are Halloween we going Town? Like, Let's go Salmon. Halloween Town. That's oh, that. oh, nice. Halloween Town. There's a pull for the youngins. Yes, snaps, <laughs> snaps for Halloween Town. Um, but yes, uh, I, I when I when I first started running Curse of Strahd for a group and um, realised that I may not be allowed to run that game without toning things down. <laughs> Stick more to the book, please, Stephen. Um, yes, the house that you you start in, uh, if anyone has played the game, uh, the murder house that you have to go through to to essentially like get yourself levelled up to level three and then start the game proper, um, may have been. Um, there's bits in it such as the like the family have uh, uh, the nurse and such like that uh, are, are ghosts in the house and I may have had it that uh, the, the ghosts are there doing quite insane things like murdering the children so they don't have to feed them and stuff like that um, so yeah <laughs> um, 
I'm not allowed to do. I'm not allowed to do my Halloween, so we'll do everyone else's Halloween instead. Anyway, um, right. <laughs> Speaking of this, so let's jump into this madness. Um, reminding ourselves where we were, what happened, why we were. Um, whilst travelling toward the Spinechill Mountain, the group stopped in at the jail in Crendel to investigate the conviction of a local farmer by the name of Tom Welsh. Looking into Tom's home and the house that once belonged to the tailor and victim, they found little clues as to who might have been the culprit. They did, however, find that someone had been in Tom's house since he had been arrested, and that Tom's first wife, Irene, looked very similar to Delilah. On return to Tom's house, the evening of the 51st of spring, they found an austerely dressed gentleman by the name of Brannigan Finn, who turned into a bat and fled. He had also left a note for Tom, reading that he was sorry twice over. We pick up again on the evening of the 51st, as the group are currently in Tom's home just after finding said note. Um, and also, for those that like to follow this sort of thing, between sessions, uh, uh, I announced that because of where we stopped our last session, they are basically at the back end of the story beat that would mean that everyone's now level three! <laughs> which means we're going to hear some fancy things um later down the line you will be hearing an episode uh where um ian has to pick a deity because oafing um yes. and uh, and also you're going to hear uh, the reason why uh the, why the bingle bang bang has a whole range of new homebrew campaign stuff because uh i keep getting very angry with his new thing he's written and i go I, i'm gonna kill him <laughs> 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 oh, I'm so glad I'm not the one that's messing everyone around this time. <laughs> I, I joke. I'm looking for uh, after reading some of the bits that I have seen thus far. I'm very excited to see the uh, the, the game master or um, how, however this uh, this this college is uh, called. Um, it's very exciting. But yes, um, shall we? Uh, shall we? Shall we? Shall we jump in? Where Where would you guys? What would you guys like to do? Where would you like to go? What do? In the words of uh, of of the DM of Bombarded Cast. Um, well, I'd just finished flying after a bat. Yes, <laughs> yes. You, you'd all um, you'd all chased after it, come back, and then you went back to the house just to check if there was anything else there. And uh, as I say, the last thing the parchment. was the parchment that said, "I'm sorry, tw- sorry, twice over." BF. Ian yep. asked, "I don't know who BF is, um, but I will just for the the sake of it." He did in in. Uh, he did say that his name was Brannigan Finn, and BF yep. would be his initials, just so you're aware that that's the note. Oh, I've actually written down Bran- Brannigan Finn, so... No, that's fine. It I was think just... you, must, you must have said it at some point. Yes, yes. He yeah. introduced For me to have him... written it down. <laughs> As he came down the stairs, he introduced himself to uh, uh, Ian and Algnib, who were at the door. Algnib tried to stop him with a suggestion spell or a command spell, and then you were up by the window uh, watching behind the still image of uh, Delilah and then the chase happened but it's just because as I was editing this literally yesterday uh, there was a bit where Ian says who the hell is BF (laughs) in true Ian style (laughs) yes I did not remember you saying that name at all don't worry it's fine this is this is why I'm here I edited my notes after after I think you you said it once we'd ended the episode no, he he definitely uh, Brannigan Thin um, at your service was, I believe, the sentence that he said or something like that. Because oh, yes. he then stoops it, bowing. Well, that's not very nice, is it? And then oh, that's it. He yeah. Himself. Yes, because he he wanted to. He didn't want to get into a fight because he was at half yes. health. Um, because he oh, been now, doing now we things. know. <laughs> <laughs> My boomerang could have actually done some damage. Oh no! Dang it. <laughs> And also had to give up a legendary resistance just to f- pass his uh, pass his save on Elgnib's uh, um, uh, command spell words. Yes. Anyway, back to you lot. Where we do what we woo. This is how we do. Do 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 do. Uh, should we go back to the prison and ask if he knew who Bredigan Finn is? Yes. That was in Jade's voice, not... Yeah, I was going to say, that is definitely... (laughs) Who the fuck is this new character? um, Should should we maybe head back to the prison so that we can ask Mr. Tom Man if he knows who Brennigan Finn is and if he knows he's a Batman? Oh, yeah, sounds like a good idea. (laughs) 
worthy. <laughs> okay. That's where we head. Unless yep. Captain, my Captain, disagrees. No, 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 no. Uh, we, we, we need to go there and okay. and do the thing. Hopefully, you know, we can we can free this man. Mm-hmm. So you guys head back um, towards uh, the the jail. It is uh, it is one of the few buildings as it is now late evening, eight nine o'clock ish. If I remember the the time frame that we were agreeing that you would head back to Tom's as it gets dark. Uh, for all this to happen so yes. you head back towards the jail um entering in there is a shift change um as it comes into the night shift uh, now our gangly jailer who is uh, blonde kind of um i can't remember the actor's name but i i, I have the two of them are designed off the two idiots from uh, pirates of the caribbean so mackenzie crooks mackenzie yes. crooks was the original guy <laughs> and now the short guy <laughs> Uh, who follows around and calls everyone Poppet is now replacing Hello, him. <laughs> so you've got this very short, uh, kind of bulbous-looking uh, guard. Uh, the armor, unlike uh, our previous jailer, who is looked two sizes too big for him, is two sizes too small. So his pot belly sticks underneath his breastplate. Um, he has his hair hanging from the sides of his head, where his bald patch has uh, not been combed over this time. Uh, and he just kind of nods uh, as you all come in. He's obviously had notes handed over of what's taken place over the day. Um, doesn't really give you much mind, but if you do want to have a chat with the jailer, he is there. Um, what would you like to do? Um, we um, we need to speak to Batman. Oh wait, no, he's not the Batman. <laughs> I'm getting so confused. Um, to Tom. Aye, that's fine. Um, he's over in jail, jail cell four. Hmm. Can can we go? Yes, that's fine. Okay. He's innocent, by the way. And she flies off. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Are you the lot that have been doing the uh, investigating then? Oh, yeah, so it's, yeah. Excellent. Um, find anything interesting? Uh, we found stuff. I don't know at this point how interesting it is. Um, what my esteemed colleague here means to say is that we have found the actual perpetrator who fled the scene and we also have a note written in their hand. Would I be able to take said note off you. As soon as we've checked it over with our friend in the cell here, and maybe he can shed a bit more light on who the culprit is that you're looking for, you know, speed up your job, make you look like you're doing a a, a fantastic bit of work here, and then maybe, maybe, you'll actually be able to get a promotion. Uh, I don't want a promotion. Sounds stupid. Anyway, How far yeah. away is the uh, other jail cells from so it's literally the desk like, that they're sat at? It's literally, uh, so they're kind of like uh, 10 feet by 10 feet uh, jail cells. So he's about 40 feet down the way of this room, essentially. And it's not exactly mm-hmm. soundproofed. It's just an open stone room with these jail cells. Yeah, I was just trying to work out if it. she would have been able to have heard from Tom's cell. No, that's fine. Uh, Tom, uh, as every time you've come in, has looked up from his place and kind of sits expectantly, but uh, Mm. doesn't kind of say anything. That's right, because at this point, I've already flown off. I'm down with Tom, so I'm trying to work out if I can hear their conversation. You can hear this um, as it's being said in normal volume, uh, and you have flown down. He's kind of got up and now walked towards the gate and greets you. Um, Can I shout back through to them after that? Last sentence that Elgniv said, and just say, and maybe some new clothes that actually fit. And then just go inside Tom's cage. Excellent. Not cage. Um, He's not an animal. How's it going, Tom? Um, yes. I, uh, I overheard that you have some sort of evidence that proves my innocence, which is (laughs) great news. And he kind of looks a little kind of. He still looks a little apprehensive, but looks kind of warmer to the idea. We do. 
We do. Um, we found some interesting things at the house when we went back. Um, looking at Elgnib and Ilaria to see if they have a better way of doing this because I was just going to show him a note and ask him if he knew who this guy was. Ilaria <clears throat> is no longer going to speak. She Ooh, doesn't okay. want to get in any more trouble. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if you've got the, the note to show, um, Elgnib would just sort of nod at you. Okay. We found this. Do you know who this chappy is? And I'll hand Tom the note through the bars. Um, he looks down towards the jailer. The jailer nods um, and he takes the parchment. Um, looks at it and goes, I haven't a clue who that is. I'm quite sorry and hands the paper back towards you. Somebody named Brannigan Finn. I've, Does that name ring any bells? I've never heard that name in my life. Okay. Well, unfortunately, it would appear that not only is he behind the murder of Delilah, but it also appears that he is behind the murder of your first wife. Well, that's adding salt to a wound, I guess. <laughs> Um, was it this, was it the man I described, the porcelain white red streak in his hair? We believe it's the same man, yes. She warned me and I didn't listen. Who, who warned you? Delilah had mentioned that she had been noticing a, uh, a gentleman... <clears throat> right. we did find something to say that we found a half written letter to you from Delilah saying that the man was at her window again is this the same man well, I assume so if this is the man that uh, I described who attacked her and we've, we've now encountered a bit of a problem in that he uh, turned into a bat and has flown off we don't know if we're gonna see him again or how to get him back so that he can stand trial I mean that's not my job and he kind of pushes his chest out a little bit and looks down towards the jailer as you hear that they have a new suspect and the jailer just kind of nods and takes a, takes a quill out and starts writing something down on his uh on his uh, paper in front of him. And I'm not sure exactly how the law works and whether we we'd need uh, law enforcement to capture him and bring him in or whether it's something that we'd be able to do if we found him again. So uh, the... first I just wanted to update you on the situation as it stands. Uh, the jailer has got up at this point while she's been saying this and starts to walk down. You can hear the the jingling of keys as he starts to flip through a, a row of keys he's got and unlocks the jail cell um, as he as you are stood with him um, and steps into the jail cell. Um, you overhear the following. Um, so the jailer turns to him and says... Right, so, you have um, proof which I would request you put in, and I will be taking a short statement from yourselves. Uh, once I've taken this, um, Tom, you being a resident of Crendel, will probably not have much issue with this, but please do not leave the area until we have been able to apprehend this new suspect. Um, knowing you and knowing your character, I would I would take this, this group's word over the... Uh, the current the the current process that we are running on that you are the chief suspect this gentleman has already apologized to you and if what these these uh, uh, adventurers have said is true then we have little to no doubt that it was not yourself who has killed delilah 
Um, you are free to go, but please, again, do not leave the area until you are contacted uh, by the court. Tom just nods, turns towards each of you and smiles, offers his hand out to shake, if anyone would like to shake his hand. I will shake his hand. Laria will just hug him. <laughs> just, In just, her tiny form. Like a squeeze of the neck. <laughs> just gives you a gentle pat with a finger. Um, I thank you all for what you've done here. It's nice to know that there are people who give a damn, if I'm honest. You're very welcome. It's not nice to see somebody locked up for something they haven't done. And it is at this point that to save repeating ourselves and going over things that yeah. happened over several sessions, you guys are just taken a moment before you leave by the jailer to take a statement of what you saw. Um, are there any bits that you would inc would not include intentionally, or are there any bits that you would uh, would be adding to what's happened? May I ask? I think as Ian, I'd be happy to tell him everything. I think Ilaria would kind of paint it like a full-blown storybook narrative. Okay. <laughs> Her statement would be like an essay. <laughs> because she adds in so many like uh, uh, Batman and clarifying who Batman is and Mr. Tom Man. And <laughs> yeah, I guess Elgnip would just be... Um... Uh, just just very matter of fact like this is this evidence was found here this was this was here this is the description of the person this is who you need to look out for yeah. okay. they clearly have some magical ability they were able to transform into a bat yeah you know all, all the good stuff yeah uh, so for the two of you that haven't lived in a not in an insulting way, but in a sheltered community which wouldn't know about the ins and outs of, of the law system and such like that, um, you would know that they essentially each town has a, a town guard that works on um, the proviso of they deal with the things that they can do, but there is that level of like almost like the Witcher where there is a select group of uh, like the Templars in, um, or the Chantry, sorry, in uh, uh, Dragon Age or the Witchers in that uh, kind of uh, storyline where they have magic imbued law uh, law based systems that look into these things because they have the ability and like a man who just has a sword and a, uh, a set of armour he's definitely not the sort of person who could take down a vampire for example um, not without silvered armour and da 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 da, da, -da, 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 -da. <laughs> anyway but yes uh, so he he thanks you for your time and also suggests that he will uh, reach out to the courts to uh, to get this investigated. Um, he places in front of each of you a sack of fifty gold each, and says that uh, this was placed behind by the uh, by the, the the head of the guard. Should anyone answer Tom's call, um, uh, they would be recompensed for their work. So you each get oh, fifty gold. Much. Um, is there one um, for Dizzy as well, or is it just for us? Um, yeah, there'll be one for Dizzy because he doesn't know that Dizzy hasn't done anything. <laughs> Dizzy has That's not true. Dizzy stood watch. I was going to say, Dizzy was standing guard. To he's an NPC. Anyway, he doesn't know. He, I mean, technically he knows he's an NPC because the world is an NPC. Anyway, um, uh, but yes. Um, and there is a moment where the jailer will uh, mention just before you're leaving uh, he smiles as he looks over the things and says to you Alaria when you grow up if you're interested in investigative work you'd probably make a very good uh, kind of you'd make a very good investigator who could look into you've taken quite a bit of extensive notes even if it's in a weird way that you think you have to explain the way you've taken like things that you understand and then uh, then worked it to the way that someone else can understand it uh, is uh, apparently uh, very formidable in uh, his in his eyes. Oh, oh, well, thank you very much. Um, I just really like stories, so I like to tell them too. And he just nods and smiles. Yes, uh, 
I think that uh, the best way that I could sell the job if you ever did want to do that sort of thing is that we just make sure that the, the good guys stay the good guys and the bad guys get what they deserve. No morally gray villains, then. Heard it. Everybody <laughs> loves a morally gray villain. No? Just in the stories I read? I mean... The bad guy that seems like a bad guy, but he's actually secretly a good guy, and he falls in love with the heroine of the story. I think uh, I think you're, you're looking into anti-heroes and um, things like that, and that's a little bit of a... We stay in it, although it's hard to do it, we try to keep in black and white and not in shades of grey. How boring. Life should have more colour. <laughs> she yes. just flies out the door. <laughs> Life should have more colour, but also it's harder to convince someone on the... Well, you could have done it because of this. <laughs> we go with, you're definitely guilty, you're definitely innocent. <laughs> and sometimes, unfortunately, the justice doesn't uh, get the, the, the service you deserve or that you want, but unfortunately, black and white doesn't work in shades of grey. Um, anyway. I'm not okay. belittling any service or thing here, just in case anyone's listening to us and going, all right, mate, we get it. The, the judicial <laughs> system needs fixing. You're just running a fucking D&D podcast. But yes, I know. I'm talking about our world in the game, not the not the real, real world. I won't take okay. this. Don't at me. We won't right. talk about that. Let's move on. Yes, Let's don't at me. <laughs> anyway, so you guys are wrapped up with the, uh, with the wrongful conviction mission. What would you guys Yay. like to do? It's about nine, half nine in the evening after all is said and done. Probably find a place to sleep. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Um, and so, then move on to the racetrack thing. That is fine. Um, so, um, you would know that there is one inn in the, uh, uh, in, the, uh, in the town and it's just over the way from here, which is the regular crowd inn. Oh, nice. Um, which you 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 are more than welcome to go and get a room at. Um, I will just quickly whilst I whilst we say these things, I will look for my thing that I I never pay attention to because I got told off for being so expensive in certain games. But I can't find it. It's fine. I'll remember this. Shush. No, nobody looking behind the curtain. Uh, so you guys head over to you head over to the the regular crowd in, and as you shuffle in uh, through the front door. Um, you find yourself in an open kind of it, it's a very uh, open plan bar area there's a bar that runs down the left wall uh, and some stairwells that lead up at the north uh, the north west and the south east corner of the rooms that lead up onto a balcony that runs around the uh, like the first floor area and has a skylight that drops through so you can see the central plinth that has a piano that sits in there uh, there is a uh, um, young bard currently playing some like background, uh, like idyllic, quiet piano music. Um, is he? Is he indeed? He is. Um, there is a quiet <laughs> kind of there's quiet collection of people uh, just enjoying their drinks as it comes into the later evening. Uh, as I load up, where is my tavern function on here? Tavern, 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 tavern. Batman. Friendly tavern. <laughs> And we're going to do more music, and it's not going to sound like a piano at all. But imagine what you hear as a piano. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's almost note for note exactly what I was listening to in my head. <laughs> but yes, there's a piano player, and there's like you, you can see that there's like little timpani and such around it that... Uh, occasionally just arcanely hits itself and such like that. Uh, the bard obviously using some sort of prestigitation or performance magic uh, to uh, create a backing band for himself. Um, but yes, what would you like to do? Are you, do you want to chat? Do you want to do anything? Or do you just want to get a room for the night and go to bed? Drink, anyone? Uh, yes, I, I think a drink would be would be a good idea. You know, uh, like, I've never been in a tavern before. This is exciting. It's very big. I don't um, think Dizzy has either, have you, Diz? I don't drink. Okay, we can get you... Uh... Oil? No, I don't. I do not drink. I do not breathe. I do not eat. Not oil for hinges. Yeah. 
Yeah, that that would be a lubrication, but unfortunately would not be something that I drink or uh, I do yeah. not use for sustenance. I am okay. a, I am a construct of wood and and metal, and unfortunately do not have a digestive tract. And he tries to smile. <laughs> <laughs> very very okay. serious. He's like. Uh. Very serious. I do not want to gunk up my innards. I don't know how they work functionally. I won't get you anything. This is an existential crisis for a warforged. How does my system work? Right, you don't need you don't need to drink anything. You don't have the ability. Dusty didn't give you the ability to drink anything. Honest, you're not missing much anyway, mate. Um, is it, uh, who is the bartender? Who's the barkeep? Um, so, as you look over towards the barman, you can see an old man, uh, quite, um, quite spindly looking, um, almost like, and I don't know why he's the image that I have in my head, but you know the guy who cleans Woody in Toy Story 2? <laughs> yes. Like the nose and the, the, the glasses with the little flippy bits. Like, I just see him. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I've put him in there. But yes, th- that's that's who's behind the bar um, in this like black and white uh, kind of half suit with a waistcoat, shirt, uh, like apron around him so he can wipe off his hands and he's just uh, cleaning glasses whilst waiting for anyone who might come to the bar as currently everyone is just sitting in quiet uh, contemplation and drinking what they already have. That's amazing. I would like to go to the bar and order a drink, please. Okay, excellent. What is everybody else having? And I will get this. The strongest milkshake. Strongest milkshake. Do you have a particular flavour you like or you don't like? Um, not vegetable. Okay, strongest not vegetable milkshake. (laughs) Nib. I'll uh, just take... Oh, a red wine. Thank you. Any uh, particular one? Pick one, pick one. Um, just let's let's just go. It looks around at the establishment. Let's say their finest red because I don't really see that it's going to cost too much, and it's probably just the one red that they do, but they try and make it look fancier. Probably. I'll ask for their finest red and we'll see what happens. Uh, nothing for Dizzy. Unless Dizzy wants to just pour it over his shoulder in an act of drinking, but not down his throat. He might rust, so it probably is not a good idea. Maybe if you just get him an empty glass. Yes, I don't want to cause any more cleaning for the barman by pouring drinks everywhere. (laughs) Okay, and Ian will go up to the bar. Excellent. Um, Unless you want to have a chat with him, it's going to cost you about five silver for everything you're looking for. Okay. So half a gold uh, if you want to convert that for you. Um, how much gold did you say? It's half a gold. Half a gold. So oh yeah, because ten have, silvers. Yeah. I think yeah, yes. Cool. Uh, so I put in the orders, and I would like to order a tonic and gin. <sighs> Not Thank a gin you. and tonic. No. no, it's specifically a tonic and gin. Specifically a tonic and gin. You have worked. Yeah. You have worked it out. <laughs> I have. Yes. As as the, as you have shuffled into the regular crowd in. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yep. John the barman does get you a tonic and gin. Um, he gave me a tonic and gin. He does. Um, I'm not going to make love to it. That sounds weird. But yeah. I will have a tonic and gin. There's already an old man making love to his tonic and gin. I was going to say, is there already an old man there? <laughs> <laughs> If anyone has got this now, kudos, kudos. Um, it's about to get worse. Um, so yes, um, you get your drinks. Unless, like I say, if you want to have a chat with the barman, you can play that out. Or if you want to just go, we discuss this or anything like that. Um, or you just head back to your table. Well, I'll, I'll ask the group actually then. Is there anything that would be useful to ask the barman while I'm up there? So I can't think of anything specifically that we would talk um, to him about, but I don't know if anyone's got anything that they feel it would be useful to ask him. I don't think so. Wow, my notes are so illegible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to go back to um 
No, that's fine. So um, the chain. So with <laughs> your mission, the, the only other mission, the only other mission that is currently available in the town is that there is a curse over the town, uh, where everyone seems to be sapped of life. Um, yes. And when you spoke with the jailer, uh, the previous one, uh, that was the gangly blonde one, uh, he suggested that people come here looking for the observatory. Um, hoping to find something in the stars, and when they don't find anything in it, they uh, they kind of become forlorn, and the people who live here as uh, regular folk, or the regular crowd, um, are just depressed because they're tired of people coming in and out and just making a bad name for the, the town sort of thing, is what he suggested. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, I'll, I'll bring that up with the barman, but just in like a... I'm a tourist. I've, I've, would you recommend we see anything in this town? Is there anything that you... Any places you think we should go? I mean, there's there's not not, not a lot that we do um, in Grendel. There's the, the library, obviously, um, but uh, and then the observatory when it does get opened every now and then for some sort of event, but we, uh, we don't actually have much that... Uh, takes place at the moment we're a quiet build village town thing we're growing a little bit bigger than a village but we're not big enough for a city and stuff like that <laughs> because you don't have a cathedral <laughs> how did that girl over there by the table here that say that so... <laughs> that's really weird <laughs> my passive very perception good, is very high <laughs> <laughs> A joke. Um, yes, yes, it is how you discern a town from a city is if it has a cathedral, which is weird because Coventry should be a city city then. Um, it has two cathedrals. That's a joke for the Coventry kids. Why? Oh. Why? A lemon grab entered the building. Yeah. That was such a good noise. Love you, Liam. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've all lost the plot a little bit. Yep, we have. Okay. Um, we're we're here for the toolbox racing as well. We've uh, we found out about that. Thought that would be good to go and see. So he kind of looks at you weirdly, then kind of clicks. Goes, ah, you mean the you mean the um, the the spine man in racing? Yes. Um, yes. It's, yes, uh, that one. That's uh, still a few days travel northwest of here, uh, but um, I hope you enjoy it. Oh, oh thank you very much. Um, have you been? Have you have you seen it before? No, not really a racing fan myself. Oh, okay. We get the, the we get the folk that travel from uh, Aelstorm's Rest over that way though, so oh. you occasionally get the few that uh, seem to uh, enjoy. Going out and freezing themselves to death whilst watching some idiots drive around a a mountain track. <laughs> I've I've never seen it myself. Uh, it sounds quite interesting. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, are you uh, are you needing uh, a room for the night as well? Sorry, or rooms for the night? I actually yeah, um, and I'm going to look over at the group. Uh, sidebar then, would we have a room each or? Does anyone want to share? Is it really worth me having a whole room? I was going to say. In the size of a sandwich. <laughs> but a sandwich needs privacy. Uh... <laughs> a sandwich does need privacy. <laughs> I could have a beam. I'm assuming it's got beams, right? <laughs> sure, yeah. I don't... Um, I'd be happy to share with, with Dizzy. This is me as Emma, just sidebarring rather than... Yeah, no, that's fair. Um... Yeah, and like, sidebar as Jade. Like, seriously. <laughs> I mean, you may not need a room, but you are sleeping in a, uh, a public house. So he will probably yeah. have a charge, even if you're sleeping in the bar area. Yes. But also, like, because she's 12 and Elgnib is very sensible, I don't even think he'd let her not have a room. Oh, yeah, no, no. I mean, right. I've, I've gauged she'll a character, be in right? One of, she'll be in one of the rooms, like, regardless. Okay. That's fine. I'll get two. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, let me just remind myself 
how much rooms are in this place because this is something that is silly. Uh, lodging. Uh, lodging is uh, so it'd be a gold per room for you as it is a modest. Uh, I think right. that's the right one I've got. Is that no? That's lifestyle. Excuse me. Uh, here we go. Meals. Da -da -da -da. In stay per day, a modest is actually five silver pieces. So uh, you look at a gold piece for both rooms um, okay. for the night. I I will pay while I'm at the bar and. Sorry, Ian I'll will pay while he's at the bar, and then we can sort it out later. Ian, Maya. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll figure out... Yes, we'll figure the rest out later. Excellent. Mm -hmm. um, when so... I go back with the drinks, yep. I would like to, to, to get Dizzy to follow us in how you tip a glass up to your mouth and bring it down again, even though he's just got an empty glass. So at least... It was so, like he's doing the gestures. So there's a really weird moment where you you put the cup down and you kind of gesture towards him to copy and he already does it and he looks at you and smiles again and goes, I may not understand right from wrong, but I am not um, completely devoid of intelligence. <laughs> and, and And sips with his pinky finger out. I love oh. it. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will give him a tip of the glass as you do. He he has as you give him a tip of the glass, he brings his towards and says actually says out loud eye contact and uh, hits the <laughs> hits the rim of your glass. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I will I will nod back and say eye contact while remaining eye contact. Oh, this is the relationship storyline I needed in my life. <laughs> this is adorable. <laughs> we got brothers. Um, anyway. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He he only has a he has a minus one in, uh, I think it was a minus one in both intelligence and wisdom, so he's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's quite he's quite intelligent. I mean, he's also he's not brand new, so he's been around Dusty for a while. Yes, so he he in terms of just for anything that might come across, he has been given to you to teach right from wrong because he, in the same way that Alaria, in some respects, has has only ever known living in that little wooded area that uh, <laughs> Dusty grew up in outside. So we'll have some knowledge of things, but uh, yeah. the idea is you are giving him life experience rather than like, no, no, if we put the fork to our mouth and then eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, fair. Oh, it is a minus one and a minus one. It's got an eight and a nine. Ah. <laughs> uh... Oh, bless him. Anyway. Is there anything that you guys would like to chat at at the table, or shall we just float over the lovely evening of you guys drinking and enjoying each of his company and heading to bed? I feel like a long rest might be needed. We've been up for a long time. Down your drinks and go. I mean, yeah. mine's. I imagine mine's in like a shot glass. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> I, I asked him, you've got a it's chocolate a milkshake. Milk. <laughs> you've, got, you've got a chocolate milkshake, which is just I love a it. Shot of milk with a cacao bean in it. <laughs> it's like Instagram worthy, if that were a thing. I love it. <laughs> That's um, <laughs> Ilaria would, um, at the table, like verbal diarrhea style just constantly ask everyone questions but she would be particularly interested in Elgnib's deck of cards and ask him yes. if he was about to show the jail man a magic trick um I could I guess have showed a magic trick uh, it's not normally my preferred thing and he's just there just flicking uh, cards just through his fingers um, uh, card tricks are all well and good uh, unless you attempt to make a card disappear or reappear behind someone's ear when their ear is approximately uh, two millimeters tall <laughs> she, she will look around the room trying to find that person <laughs> I'm gonna point at her <laughs> oh oh yeah they would have to be small cards they yeah they, they 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 kind of would wouldn't they um no so my main thing is um 
gaming and strategy and I kind of use card games, board games, chess, things like that, dice games to plan my way through situations. Um, so, for example, and since we're going to have a long rest, I'm going to do this. Um, would... Uh... Oh, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I know, I'm teasing. <laughs> no, I oh, yeah, I'm gonna. I don't I'm care what have you have planned. Regardless, I will just drink and drink and drink. Um, <laughs> would, uh, would Ilaria be classed as a willing creature at this point? Yes. She is like so enamored with the idea of you showing her some magic tricks. She's like, yes, show me. Okay then. Um, in which case, uh, so Elgenib will take a card, pull it from the deck, place it down on the table, and as he does, the pair of them will switch places. What? Just fry my brain. <laughs> I just fly without flying? What is even happening? Yep. You you see this, <laughs> Ian? <laughs> what? What just happened? That was so cool! Again, 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 again. Do it again, I don't understand. <laughs> uh, in chess, that would be a move that we called castling. Uh, where you move your kingside rook in close and you switch places with your king. She'll just look at him blankly because she doesn't understand anything. <laughs> Dizzy leans uh, over to you, uh, Ian, and goes, I think I'll give that an on pass. And, uh, and chuckles to himself. Oh. <laughs> 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 chuckles to himself as he, he takes a sip of his non-drink again. <laughs> I love it. With his pinky out. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate chest that. Joke. Chest joke. Chest joke. Chest joke. <laughs> Adult Jade understands. Hilaria <laughs> <Elaria> does not. <laughs> I was going to say, Emma gets it. Ian is just like. <laughs> I love how we're both playing really sheltered people. <laughs> they're just innocent. We don't know stuff. It's adorable. I think that trick was cooler than just pulling a card out of my ear. I don't even think you can get cards small enough for your ears, can you? Um, I don't think I have enlarged reduce. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could always I... ask the barman for some <laughs> scissors. No, you can't cut the cards. Oh, I mean, technically you can cut cards, and then he proceeds to cut oh, cards. No. <laughs> uh, it's all about this this evening. Yay! <laughs> oh, I like this party so much already. <laughs> I can't do anything that fun. Look, all I can do is this, and she'll pull out her bird pipes. <laughs> <laughs> just do a little bird <laughs> and look really chuffed with herself and then be like ta-da <laughs> love it do we do we get some music from that oh from me oh mm -hmm. uh, I'm not a bard and I don't know where my my Whistle's gone. I I'm I'm somewhere. a bard. It doesn't mean that I'm going to be doing any music anytime soon. Oh no! <laughs> Where have I hidden them? Meanwhile, we got the piano they're man not, in the background. They're not, I was going to say they're, they're not accessible. But please imagine that I actually did. I'm going to look it out for next week. Yes, that was a lovely. I moment bought bird whistle. pipes, guys. Um, nice. Love it. Um, right. So <laughs> as you guys enjoy each other's company and have a, a bit of bonding. Um, you guys drink up, head towards your rooms. Um, I assume with the, the conversation there, it was Dizzy and Ian in one room, Algnib and Ilaria in the other. As long as everybody's comfortable with that, obviously. Ilaria will do what she's told. <laughs> Excellent. Um, with that, you all go to bed. And 
this will lead quite nicely into the episode that will be falling between what we record this evening uh, or this afternoon and uh, thingy because Ian, you're going to have a dream next episode which we recorded Ooh. previously, so it fits Hello. perfectly. Fits perfectly. <laughs> so now, please, if any notes on your per- your notes make sense, where you say, "Oh, I I had to uh, I had to do this and I had to do this in your session uh, that we did." Um, any of that will now take place going forward uh, in the next episode that we record. But for our audience, they'll just be like, cool, we know what this means because we've listened to the episode that takes place after this episode because <laughs> time is wibbly-wobbly. Um, anyway. Jeremy Bearamy, baby. It's Jeremy Bearamy. Uh, but yes, that is where we will call this episode to a close. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, and this would have been... Um, I, I didn't realise until... Um, until now when we've done it that this would be where the story beat where you hit level 3 would fall um, so perfectly levelled up ready for the session excellent um, let's uh, let's call this episode for the the evening day whatever time you're listening to us um, all that want to say bye say bye 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 thank you for listening to 16 Candlekeeps your players were Emma Bamford as Ian Jade Leon Pierce as Ilaria Lunala, and Liam Thornton as Alvnib Ayadelsa. Your DM was Steve Archer. Background music was created using the Sirenscape Fantasy app. Find out more of Sirenscape's work at sirenscape.com or go to tinyurl.com forward slash 16 Sirenscape. That's 16 as a number, Sirenscape one word. This is where you can find the exact soundscapes that were used in today's episode. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.